this is group one's podcast number two this one is entirely about duality so dual racism dual communities and dual american values we kind of jumped around a bit but we did manage to hit every spot we just went through with some questions and i hope you enjoy our responses Cool. So we're going to get started. This podcast is just about like dual racism, dual communities, and the dual American values. So I'm Morgan. I'm Sage. And I'm Grace. All right. So we can get started with the essential question number three. And um, just what are your guys' thoughts on how like slave patrols relate to police forces today? Um, well, as you know, there's been a lot of things going on in the past year, um, as in, like, you know, police treating minorities or Blacks differently, and the whole Black Lives Matter thing, obviously, it's still an ongoing issue, even though they're saying that it's not, so... Right. I think that the more that people start to realize what is wrong with the system, the more that they try to turn everybody against each other and make it a political matter and sweep it under the rug so that they don't get the consequences or that so that people don't really stand up for themselves and just blame. And it's just like pretty clear to see how like slave patrols just relate to the police Mm -hmm. like I was just thinking about in our community at least like in Fishers there isn't like you know a ton of crime or anything so the police kind of just like patrol like looking for things and like slave patrols like that's what they did they just like patrolled to see like if the slaves were like not doing what they were supposed to and I just like that was the biggest connection to me yeah I noticed yeah I definitely um and I have also heard from like you know, a bunch of my friends who are black, you know, they get pulled over and they get treated differently than if somebody who is white would get pulled over. Like, even at our age, you know? Yeah. They're just a little more scared and I feel like they get harsher punishments, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, and this can, like, usually be taken, like, very controversial, but I personally just don't believe in ACAB or ASAB, however you pronounce it, because I do think that like the slave rebellions um, or the slave patrols would obviously just like be mean towards anybody and like any time, especially since they were slaves and mm-hmm. that was how they were. But I do think that there are still some good cops out there. It just sucks that the awful ones have to ruin it. For that, I think it's the ones that kind of join the system to like going in the mindset, oh, I'm gonna fight crime. But the ones that are right, good so are the ones that are like, I'm gonna do this so we don't have those type of people anymore, right? Like, because some of them just do it so that they can feel big and mighty and yeah, and powerful. I think it's because, just, yeah. yeah, it's not necessarily that there's like bad individual cops like because there are of course but it's more of just the idea of like the system Mm -hmm. that they are and so like the fact that like 
poli- like police forces today can be just like tied directly to slave patrols means that there's like a fault in the system because that's such a like I don't know like just the fact that to think that police forces came from slave patrols and those were just like horrible things right and then there's like i don't know how to describe it (laughs) so they start out with the idea of slave patrols and then they progress from that and they think that it's like you know oh we changed it but it's 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 better but it's based off the same thing yeah like it's better but there's still connections there yeah all right do you guys want to move on yeah for sure okay um so under the idea of dual racism, um, Mr. Harris put this question in, is racism as American as apple pie? So, like, how has racism been just, like, ingrained into America? I feel like America's based off of, honestly, racism and segregation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you I learn... Think... Oh. Sorry, you can go. No, you're fine. You okay. can go. So you learn about history, and after all the, like, the presidency and like getting to america you just hear about racism and how people are segregated and it's kind of just like i that's kind of how america was built you know and based off today's actions it's like it it shows more like that's how america was built off of those you know ways right and like especially with the dr seuss thing i think I don't know if you guys have heard about that, but that just, like, coming out and, like, the racist and, like, um, stereotypical, like, things that he would put in the books, it just kind of shows that, like, his books were, like, made for children, and even though they were made a while back, it still kind of shows that, like, you kind of grow up, whether it's subtle and they just kind of, like, put it, like, in your mind as like a little seed or whether they just like tell you flat out but like they yeah. just I think that everybody is like tried p- they're <laughs> I just concept yeah like I just think that everybody is told and taught about like racism with even growing up on their most favorite books yeah. like it's it's not you can't escape it right yeah and like going back to what sage was saying like just from the beginning of america like not necessarily the articles of confederation but like with the constitution the three-fifths clause that is racist in itself and that was literally like written into our country you know and so there's just like i feel like there's no way to deny that racism has just been like integrated so well like, not so well, but, like, so much into this country. Mm-hmm. Right. Let alone Ben Franklin, or I'm not good at history, but it's one of the Bens. <laughs> um, he had said, like, that, like, slaves are, like, bad or, like, illegal or something along those lines. Even though he had, like, one of the most amount of slaves, like, owned to himself. Yeah, And yeah. I just think that that really just, like, reflects and, like, shows, like, just because he like wrote something and like said something to make himself seem like a good person he's just like very hypocritical let alone tricking america I into thinking sorry i definitely remember uh, i was bringing this up in our last podcast and i remember thinking i was like um these men who basically created like the ways of america are also the ones that were causing the problems that we learned about 
right that have like made it the way that it Mm -hmm. was yep that's just like what frustrates me the most is because I think they tried to build America on a lie so that people would feel like they're safe here but in reality like at the end of the day it there's racism all around and people getting treated awfully for something that they can't control which is bad because it's just so hypocritical of let alone the the government back then and like people who made the constitution and stuff but yeah I just yeah yeah. and that's really just the whole idea of like the dual American values like the fact that they were like writing about freedom and like I don't know Grace you might have been talking about like Thomas Jefferson Um, yeah yeah I don't I don't know yeah just like he was writing yeah he was writing like the declaration of independence about freedom while also holding slaves like that's the like dual american values because how do you write about freedom but then still aren't like, giving that have to people them. that aren't free yeah. you know mm-hmm. exactly yeah i mean he probably had a slave write that for him if anything Honestly, <laughs> making him do the work for him okay um so we hit that so um i don't know we can talk about the idea of just like dual communities now and um i just want to pose the question so like why is the phrase go back to africa racist and like why should it just not be used let me guess that's like oh my (laughs) gosh okay we all have so many things to say do you mind if i go first can i go first with this one because i got a lot of yeah (laughs) okay this bothers me a whole lot i know i cannot personally relate to it but it upsets me just hearing it because even though like yeah that might be your heritage like deep like way back generations that might be where you're from but if you know you were born in america so therefore you are american and if someone's saying that in a racist way it's like why would i go back somewhere where i'm not even from just because i'm black you know it's like right i work so hard my family worked so hard in the past generations it's almost disrespecting them to where I'm at right now and you have no right to go be like go back to Africa what if what if mm-hmm. you, so you saw some like you know Chinese person go out to China and they're like I've been my family's been here for like 100 years you know it's like I have no roots other than my genetics yeah. right anybody okay, can so do you want to go Morgan or I just said <laughs> you can go ahead Grace um I just it's like I just find it very wrong that somebody is going to put them in that stereotype and like assume something about somebody just based on their appearance Mm -hmm. on the outside or their religion or ethnicity or anything like that. Just like assuming where they're from, like as if they can't be from anywhere else all over the world or as if they don't have a right to live here in the United States or wherever they're living that isn't where they're from if they are from somewhere else. I mean... And even, like, yeah, again, like, assuming that, like, a Black person is from Africa just because their skin is dark and they have melanin, mm-hmm. I just, it's wrong. Especially since Republicans, I know a lot of Republicans like to say to people, if you don't like this country, then leave. Like, if you don't like the president, then leave. Okay, well, if you agree that people should leave their home and go some to a different country because they don't like what's happening, then why are you so mad about like immigrants coming to the United States? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Um, I just like for me, it's just like assuming <laughs> that like all black people are from Africa. Yeah. Like even yeah. just like like um, slaves that were brought to America, like some came from the Caribbean, not necessarily Africa. And I just I don't know if you guys have um, like heard these instances, but I've just seen so many stories of like Canadian black people being called like African American, even though they're literally Canadian. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. because yeah, people just like associate. Yeah, like people just like associate black people with Africa when like black people are from all over the world, you know? Yeah. And it just like that phrase go back to Africa just implies that like black people can't be American. Well, you know that they just have to be African, you know? It bothers me because even when you date back into time, you know, black people were the roots of every everybody. Yeah. Like Medi- or like Middle Eastern people and then like black people were the roots of everybody. So it's like you're you're gonna say go out to Africa, but you know they were the first ones here. Period. Yeah. Like, why? What? Like, don't disrespect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like along with the dual communities, there's also the like we talked about HBCUs and things like that in class, and so you can tie to HBCUs, but just in general. Why are communities for certain identities important? Um, okay. So this is dating, like, talking about, like, the school thing, like, the whole, um, I don't know. I, I strongly feel that um, diversity is very important to have, like, to learn respect and to understand where everybody's from and their culture and heritage. Yeah. Um. I do see the sides where they're like, you know, when we were talking about um, the slaves in the North versus the South, when they were able to be left alone so they could, you know, keep pursuing their, like, you know, what 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 word am I thinking of? Um, um, <laughs> like their practices. That sounds bad, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> See, I, under- I understand the idea of like a black community or black school because they want to keep doing that without um, feeling like they're the only ones that do it, feeling like left out. But I also yeah. don't think it's right because it's more segregated. You know? Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, I'm kind of like, I want, like, chose a school that I want to go to because it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, super, like you're saying, like, understand the importance for HBCUs especially from a community where like I'm a minority you know yeah. like my sister's my sister goes to an HBCU and she's always talked about how like it's so nice to not have to feel like the minority yeah, you know right and so it's it's so like important in that way but then I also totally understand you Sage like I also think diversity is important but like I'd like that HBCUs are and like are available yeah no and, no it's like, a perfect idea. people are allowed to go to them you know yeah yeah. Even like IPS schools, like I I would yeah. be more of a minority, <laughs> you know? And yeah. it would be like a it would be a real change for me. But I think it's good for people who always kind of sort of feel left out to have an opportunity to feel like they're the ones that are fitting in. Right. Almost yeah. like a haha su- like, you know, suck it. I'm yeah. this is you know, <laughs> like this is all me. I just that, yeah. I think it's just like really good that there are like schools and colleges and universities and stuff like that for people like minorities and people of color 
so that they don't feel like well they're a minority but they can also feel safe like they're with their own people or have to face any type of racism or judgment Mm -hmm. and it's like it's really good to have um just like people around like be surrounded by people that know what like your experiences my um my sorry my ex when I was dating him he went to a college and he was in this group for strictly minorities like you couldn't be white and be in it and he said it made him feel so unbelievably comfortable you know he he felt like he was Mm -hmm. automatically fitting in just because they had all these similarities and connections already and even though it was like a normal college you know it wasn't just black he still had that chance to feel more accepted yeah and I think like just in general because like the question was about certain identities even just like um all like women colleges I think those are important too because um like just for the reason of like women wanting to feel safe or women wanting to just like learn from other women instead of having like a ton of male teachers you know like just like in general I think it's important like integration is obviously super important but I think it's nice to have like those communities where you can just you don't have to change your identity to fit with everyone else yeah yeah that it perfectly said all right um let's see okay so there's another question because I think we have a few minutes at the beginning that we need to cut out but um what effect does a sense of community have on your identity just in general wait can you repeat that question we we kind of touched on this but like I mean I guess for me um, can you repeat the question like I was yeah (laughs) what effect does a sense of community have on your identity and I was saying just for me like we kind of already touched on this but like and like what Sage was saying it, it makes you feel like more connected and that you don't have to like change your views or change like the way you talk for example right just because of like because you're around different people or if that or it could make you change it it goes either way yeah yeah true like it just makes you feel more accepted for who you are as a person depending on what group you're in but yes that is that's the <laughs> ideal that's the you know yeah <laughs> ideal idea but yeah yeah I I definitely feel like if I were to have been raised say like Indianapolis I would probably be a little bit different because mm-hmm. of the people that I grew up around in the environment but yeah. I mean I mean I grew up in Fisher so I had a lot more opportunities and I I I mean I, I went to a good school I go to a good school so I feel like that also helped me like create the character that I am mm-hmm. and um, I know a ton of other people that do go to like you know like majority of black schools and they're a lot more I don't know what you call it um they just practice who they are more I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. I guess just like like more in tune with like where like you black know culture, yeah yeah I guess yeah yeah but I do think it's yeah, good that like we have that. we practice or we like celebrate like black history at our school too it gives everybody opportunity to feel connected mm-hmm. true and even just like this class yeah very no, yeah. important this class is a i'm actually very thankful for it when i talk to my friends they're like 
wait, what is this class? Like, they don't offer this at my school. And I'm like, because my school's special. You know, we <laughs> care. We try to inform everybody. <laughs> exactly. All right. Is there anything anyone wants to add from anything we've talked about? I have gotten most of my thoughts and feelings out. Yeah, I'm fine. Anybody else? Cool. Well, thanks, Mr. Harris, for listening again. <laughs> and... All right. Well, bye, guys. Bye. Bye now.